Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Monday, Tuesday, hump day is halfway. It's Mike Shope. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> and the Bulldog. Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-hoo! On WGR. Hump day. Sports Radio 550. Okay, I think I know. I think we should know. I think you probably know. What does day three of the offseason tend to be like or about? How much of the game they lost are we at versus going forward? Well, for me, I know that there was a little window of time very, very early, like 5 a.m. this morning. Uh, I did manage to fall back asleep, but while I couldn't fall back asleep, I was thinking about plays from the game still, which is weird. That's that, that's very uncommon for me. That's something that will happen on a Sunday night or a Monday night, depending mm-hmm. on what day the game is, but it's usually a, you know the night of the game, the day of the game. I might wake up and be sort of replaying, like, man, if they only done this or that. Even for playoffs, maybe? Yeah, even for playoffs. I, You know, I just, uh, I'm like a cornerback, Mike. You know, I get, you get beat, I get, you gotta get back to work. I just gotta go back to work. I, you know, I preached that to my kid when he was a goalie, and like, I, I think that sort of took hold for me uh, in this job in, in, in some way. Um, and it's, I think it's also better for your mental health to sort of let those things go. But anyway, that's lingering. Um, I, you know, that could be because we have been talking about it so much. Um, but, we do that all the time, like. But I'm still, so I'm, I'm still, you know, tethered. You're, you're taking this to mean that the loss 
meant more to you than yeah. they usually do. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. And I, I don't know. I, I, I hope I didn't just will that into existence by, by feeling as, as depressed as I did on Sunday night. But I, you know, I'm just being honest. That's, that's still, you know, where my, where some of my thoughts are. Um, I try to think more about what they're going to do to the roster and like moving forward. Cause I think that's interesting and can even be exciting. Um, you know, the project that they have to undertake here to put, you know, put their team on the field for next year. How's it going to look? Who's going to be here? Who's not all that. I love pouring myself into that, but I'm still, um, you know, those thoughts about Sunday are still lingering, I guess for me. And I'm also just this afternoon, you know, scrolling through Twitter and conference championship previews and injury reports. And it, it does sort of. The finality, we we know they're not playing this week, but as you start to see the preparations for those four teams and those two games start to take shape on a Wednesday before Sunday games, that also is sort of bumming me out. Like It's just like, yep, they're definitely not playing. Like I know they're definitely not playing, but, man, I wish they were. And the, so there's, there's, still, there's still sadness, uh, disappointment about Sunday. You know, yesterday <laughs> I brought back up the end of the Chiefs game, and it really did. I, I was really excited about the conversation, you know, not only on the air but on Twitter that continued well into today, has continued into today, and may continue to continue because it was everything, you know. I mean, I, I had the thought, and maybe a lot of people did, I think I might have tweeted it during the game at like halftime, just, or I said something, I think I said, just so you know, I don't remember a single thing that happened in the first half of any of these other games with Kansas City. And I doubt the plays you're reliving are from the first half. No. Like, what no. even happened in the first half Yeah, no. There's, on Sunday? There's almost nothing. I don't even remember why the Bills had to settle for a field goal on their first drive. I know they settled for a field goal. I know I watched it. Hmm. But I don't. I don't have like a oh that yeah that's not one of those plays that I'm lamenting like I don't remember how close they were to actually getting a touchdown there I could go back and look I I'm, I haven't I don't want to say I won't I mean I would if I needed to but whatever I, I can tell you okay because it's one thing that I made a, sp- a certain note out of the Bills had third and eight from the nine and they showed I think it was Willie Gay before he left the game they showed two Chiefs players doing this. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's the deflected pass. Deflected pass. Yeah. And they didn't rush Allen. Mm-hmm. Four linemen just kind of waited, and somebody knocked the pass down. Right. So then the Bills kicked the field goal, which they made. They made that one. Yeah. Uh, no, it's mostly like the 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 digs drop is is the one for me. Like I I just, <laughs> that is, that's gonna I I know guys drop passes, but like that. For me, that was, I mean, it wasn't like we built shows around it, but I said frequently in the run-up to this game, I worry when a team has a reputation for dropping balls, like that that's something that's hurting them and getting them beat. Like I'm not going to bank on that. That feels almost like turnover luck to me. Mm-hmm. And so we come into this game and like, I'm, you know, I'm still seeing stats yesterday and even today, like Marquez Velda scantling. Um, like ball, 20 yard or more balls in the air, how many catches he made this year on plays like that. Week one through their wild card game, it was like one or maybe zero. I can't remember. And then he two. made two, two, whatever. On Sunday. No, yeah. two on Sunday. Yeah, right. Just, okay. So there, there's that. And, and who's dropping balls on Sunday? It's Stefan Diggs and Trent Shurfield. And okay, you know, well, look at that. It, so the, the Diggs play is still in my head on a, on a loop. Yeah, that will 
maybe be like the most uh, unfortunate play from that game to recall. I mean, there's eight and a half minutes left, but still. All the talk about what they did at the two-minute warning where you don't know who would win. You certainly don't know who would win if Diggs makes that catch. Like, there's no. so much time left. Right. But um, Yeah, I feel like that game, if that play had gone, and gone for a score, which is certainly possible, he catches that ball, the defender is falling. If he can control himself there, he probably scores if he catches that ball. And I thought that that might set off a scenario like the 2021 game, where it's just like, boom, 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 like, give me three, four more touchdowns after that. Or maybe counting that one, so three more in addition to that one. And instead, we got no more points. Yeah, that's right. The Bills held the ball all the way to their missed field goal, and then it was over. Diggs will be the topic of the uh, offseason until something changes or they show up for camp. I mean, he is the topic. Mm-hmm. There'll be plenty of changes with the roster, but people aren't expecting Micah Hyde back. You know, you're kind of really, frankly, stuck with Von Miller unless you take a huge cap penalty. People don't expect Gabe Davis back. Like, we could have a conversation about the merits of re-signing Davis or someone else. Um, But I think some of these are pretty, not unanimous, but pretty much, they feel like they've been decided. Um, Diggs, unless you think, which I don't really anymore, I kind of had been settling for it previously, that there's no way to move him. I, I just really don't think you can stop there like there's there there would be a way to do it he's a great player he has been a great player mm-hmm. um and somebody might want him and be willing to take the the money and you know take the take the chance on him and the bills may have more reason to want to make that move than we know it, it's easy to speculate mm-hmm. that things how things look i've, I've heard so many different you know, commentaries about what he has looked like in the last few months. And, I mean, just recognize how much of a guess that is. He really, you see him running around on the field. You know, they throw the ball to him, just hasn't amounted to as much as it had yeah. been <clears throat> doing. But, you know, he makes the little finger gesture. People look at him on the sideline. He's trying to hype up Allen a couple of weeks ago. There, there's both. It, it, I guess it's whatever you want it to be with him. But I, I think it's risky to assume that he wants to leave. Anytime he's talked about it, you know, he tries to shoot that down. He had a chance to talk on Sunday, and as has happened other times, he chose not to take it. So if the Bills know that they're they're heading to loggerheads with him and they have to make a move, like if they know that privately, um, that's something we don't. So maybe it could happen. Um and that will be that is debatable. Yeah, like, that's not Davis or someone else. Right. Where I, I think we kind of know what's coming. Yeah, I I I think Davis sort of fits in to what I would think is maybe the the strongest argument against expecting something to happen with Diggs, and it's simply that they just do what what are you already even if he's here and happy and you feel comfortable and confident that you can reestablish him with uh with, with you know with, with a remade receiving core to some extent or just whatever a couple of new bodies if that's not remaking the receiving core um that you can you can he's worth it what all of it the money 
uh, like the production equals the money, and he isn't a problem. Uh, and whatever, whatever you know, cryptic tweets get sent out, or whatever we think about body language or gestures or whatever, like the team likes him, the teammates like him, Allen likes him. We keep going. I, I think the strongest reason D- Davis they don't have an heir apparent. They, like they'd be they'd be in a situation where, as risky as it is to count on a rookie receiver to come in and help spring Diggs back into prominence. Like that's where we are already, and if you remove him, I mean, good luck to them finding their way to more explosive plays and being pass first, like Andy Reid taught me, Sean McDermott. I, I, I just they, they'd be nowhere at wide. It'd be like Khalil Shakir, and I like Shakir, but holy cow, Andy Reid though did this <laughs> yeah. with Tyreek Hill, and they it did exactly that off a super bowl well they won the year they did it right they last year yeah they traded tyree kill and they won anyway but weren't they coming off like or had the Bengals? oh okay no but they'd had they'd won they'd won one already right but you took yeah i think hill would have been younger than Diggs now but you took a arguably the best receiver in the nfl Mm -hmm. off a championship level team for draft picks right and they, they they made the same gamble. Right. It's it's different in a few ways, but really it's like, here's our number one who has been so vital to our success, and goodbye. Yeah. Well, you said at the time, and I think this still holds true, even though they didn't win that year that they'd made the move. They'd made, they won after they did it. But having the Super Bowl in the bag makes that, you know, because at the same time, the Bills were redoing Diggs' contract again, probably, right? Mm-hmm. Like, committing to him further and like is that a good idea at his age you'd like to have the flexibility to do what KC's doing what gives them that flexibility to some extent with their fans even we've won we got one already if we take a step back and that was what that was what that year was supposed to be for them and they just went and won it again anyway and we'll see what this year brings the bills don't have that yet so to go wrecking ball which to me is what removing your top two receivers would be assuming davis leaves i don't think I would appreciate somebody could make it. Maybe you will. The argument for d- divesting yourself of digs, however you can do that, as conveniently financially as you can make that, and keeping Davis. I, I I'm not interested in that either. Like the stability of that is the only reason to do it. To me, not the talent of the player. Like I would not want to pay the market rate, what I expect gave Davis market rate to be to keep him. S- if I want to move digs, I, I just I don't think that would be smart for me. Davis really doesn't have to have anything to do with it. Like I would, if I were the Bills, I would have a number for Davis that I'd be willing to pay. I mean, that it would have to be this would be fluid because of what else is happening to your roster. But I would have you know already a, a, a basic idea of his importance with or without digs, and could see possibly there being a scenario where I would have him back depending on what kind of interest. If he wants to go to the, to market, then maybe that'll be that. But, like, the Chiefs didn't really have – they had Kelsey. Kel- the, the Super Bowl point is really interesting. It's always been interesting. Um, I guess let's just stay with that for a second before we get too much in the weeds on, like, the 21 Chiefs. But I said, as you mentioned, it, you've won a Super Bowl already, so you can kind of get away with anything. You can get away with more. You can make a shocking – move like that, the Chiefs, and, you know, you you have to give them some benefit of the doubt for their success, 
And, you know, like there were reasons to do it, getting all the picks, everything like that. Yeah, it, it's um, it's not like you'd be fired if it didn't work because you've already won. Here, is it that different? It's different, but I think I think there, we're at a point with Diggs where there'd be support for it. Oh, I think that that's right. I, I think that there's there's been a I think a portion of this fan base. Faint, faint, oh my God, I'm so sorry. A portion of this fan base that has been gritting their teeth for three years on Diggs. Well, the the point of the Chiefs comparison, like that Super Bowl point, is you know, like there there would have been nobody saw nobody saw that coming. Um, there was no like sort of as far that mattered or was known really any right. sort of like re- campaign. It came out of nowhere. It, it really, came out of nowhere. Really did, yeah, and this is at a point now where the Bills are another year of falling short. And it when you have that, those add up, and it feels more like you have to do something uh, dramatic. It's not necessarily what they should do, but there'd be more support for like the the Super Bowl point kind of is diminished because like well it's five years now, and do you just want to run it back again? And mm-hmm. maybe maybe you do, but there'd be more people out there telling you you shouldn't. And so that like, digs. We'll talk to Evan Silva later uh at four today he's like the bill should get rid of digs you know just sort of matter of factly i think there are a lot of people who think that right now because the production really tapered off another playoff game where you just not only not get much but then you have the drop on top of that that was a potential game-changing play if not a game-winning play and so it kind of looks i think at least on the surface like a move that should be considered and well, how realistic is it? I've not gotten into the weed. I, I know, like releasing him, even after June first, is cumbersome. Like it's a couple of years of dead money, but like before June first, it is almost untenable, right? It's like thirty million dollars, right? You wouldn't need to do that then. I mean, right? There's a there's there's a date coming up in March, mid mid March, where his salary for twenty twenty four March seventeenth. Yeah. becomes fully guaranteed. Uh-huh. So there's that. But you could, you know, make a move on him before that to avoid having the guaranteed and de- money. And designate, and designate it as a post-June 1st, right. I, I think you can do I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just know this much, that there would be cap penalties, like I'm sure there were with Tyreek Hill, but there are going to be those coming for the Bills one way or another here, not necessarily to that extent but you know maybe the bills are expecting to have some damage that they have to live with mm-hmm. on the cap and you know the cap is the cap like what you want to do it, you're still trying to win a championship and i think what kansas city teaches you and i think um it's kind of a different point but i used the packers yesterday like with with allen you can try different things at receiver, here are the Chiefs, one win away from another one. Kelsey exists, but with Rice, and, like, that's it. I mean, that's really it. Running the ball, the Bills did a lot of that. If it's Joe mm-hmm. Brady, do the Bills want to be that team? How prolific would they think they have to be uh, through the air to win the AFC East again and get in position like they were in this year? I mean, the, the Packers, as you know, were so young. Like, they're the youngest team ever to win a playoff game. Every one of their receivers had one year experience in the league at the most, rookies or second year guys. And man, they were they were pretty they should have beaten San Francisco after beating Dallas. Mm-hmm. 
Like the the quarterback hit, and the Bills are already there with their quarterback. So, could you justify? You know, you're going to some sort of hypothetical trade. You might, um, you know, release the tension <laughs> a, yeah. little, a little bit. You know, you would be getting younger in different ways, draft capital, new, just, new players. I wonder at his age and the dip in production, I don't know what his reputation is, you know, for being a, one of the, a receiver diva, but, I mean, it's been a thing. It's been, it's been enough of a talking point here uh, that may, maybe that matters. I just, you know, the Tyreek Hill trade is really nice, but you you already said it. Like, that, he's a, a younger player, peak of his career. Diggs is not, I don't think, anymore at the peak of his career. be hard to argue that right now. So, yeah, I wonder even what – obviously, unloading him is the key is the key part of the deal. But you got it's got to be worth your while in some way, and I just don't know what that is anymore. It's different from Tyreek in age. But it's also different in that once Miami, as it turned out, traded for him, they paid him. Like that was what was going to have to be next. You're you're trading for you're giving up all those picks, and you're making the financial commitment that they made to him when doing it because of the age difference. Whereas here, you would not have to do that probably, but you would have to sign up for what he's making already. Right. Whatever it is, like two years, mm-hmm. where it's real, it's real money. But I don't think you have to extend him. If you trade, you know, whatever draft picks for digs. I, I, I don't have it right now, like what the trade could look like. I just think it's probably worth discussing. Mm-hmm. And I think there'll be lots of fans who will, will like the idea with how mm-hmm. this how this season went and also how it ended. Um, and I think that makes him, he already kind of was or is, but... It, it kind of makes him the number one yeah. story as the offseason starts. I, I feel like, I mean, we'll see where the conversation goes and how much we we learn about, you know, the financial parts of it. You know, like, you know, what 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 are the penalties? You know, what are the benefits? Um, I feel like I'm, I'm going to be a hard sell. E- even though I'm really down, I mean, I'm as down on him as I've ever been. A drop, a drop. I, I, you know, I said something like, like I, I, I feel like I want to mention it every segment of every show until I am tired of it. Um, and, and I mean, I'm exaggerating, but that was massive. It's keeping you up. It is keeping, you already it said it's keeping, keeping you me up. up. So, you but, be but alone. E- even with that said, I'm gonna have a hard time seeing how, e- e- even if he's as uneven as he's been. Like, I don't know if I should expect the bottom to just fall out again next year i mean if that's the case oh my god run your house is on fire get out um but i'm not i'm not there uh and i'm trying to start they have so many financial challenges already and this would be more i mean you 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 save some but you're you're also you know paying to not have a guy here and who am i putting at receiver like yeah the Packers. that's a nice story for the packers they've hit on some guys can I be that lucky? Like I'm going to draft two receivers in April, maybe even even without this dig situation. Am I going to hit on them both? Are they going to be ready to play and the, help me right away? The key to that, really, it, it, the player, yes, but the co- the staff, the scheme. I mean, that's the, the Green Bay coach. Maybe is really good, and those guys were not all high picks. Like right, Reed was maybe second round, but Bo Melton and Dontavian Wicks and even Dobbs the year before were not. Those are day three. I believe in all cases. So 
they're op- they're able to get open, and that's the coach's credit as well as theirs and yeah. the quarterbacks, and you have it. Watson might be the highest pick of the bunch, right? Definitely was the highest pick. Yeah, yeah. early second. Yeah, Watson two years, and he barely played. He was hurt all year, and they they did all that without him, mostly without him. Two, two tight ends. They drafted two tight ends in this draft. The Bills, I think, have two tight ends. I guess that's right. That you could, you know, yeah. you have to have Kincaid, if not also Knox, also under a kind of a big contract, like principal in your offense next year. Work for Green Bay. That's probably better. Well, I don't know. I don't need to get lost in a Green Bay comp. Uh, Trista Crick coming up. Evan Sil- Rescheduled from yesterday. Evan Silva as well. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here. Thanks for being with us. This is WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.